Hello everyone and welcome to Dallas Hoops Gamecast. I am your host Martin and tonight we also have Sydney with us. Hello. You sound so depressed. Well, the, <laughs> the Mavericks lost. Yes. I, I wanted to say hi. hi. <laughs> <laughs> the Mavericks lose to the Blazers tonight 125-119 in a game. It was really fun. It was a, a fun game, game to watch. Game. Um, both teams were, were just on fire from the three-point land. Uh, Portland tonight from three, they shot uh, 46.8%, 22 of 47. And Dallas shot 19 of 42 at 45%. And it seemed like both threes hit, or both teams hit big threes when it really mattered, except at the end when only Portland hit the big threes <laughs> when it mattered. But ultimately, the Mavericks lose 125-119. What are your thoughts? I have a, an announcement first. Oh, Yes. Big just, announcement, not Bally really. Total Fitness. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Just really quickly, um, I started this uh, pod stream, Dallas Hoops Gamecast, for our post-game shows, and I kept our weekly show on Dallas Hoops Fancast. After looking at the numbers, I realized that but the post-game show is really what people enjoy, which makes sense. So there's really no reason to split it up into two different podcasts. So going forward, all of our post-game shows will be on Dallas Hoops FanCast, along with our weekly shows. Basically, that will be the podcast show. So if you subscribe to this or follow this show for the post-game episodes, follow, subscribe to Dallas Hoops FanCast. Everything will be over there. Uh, we won't be posting them here anymore. I, you know, I created them both because I overcomplicate everything as right, usual. You're overcomplicating so. <laughs> the explanation. But I just want to let you guys know. So going forward, Dallas Hoops FanCast, it's on all streaming platforms. So search for it, subscribe to it. We're still going to do the post-game shows. It's just going to be on Dallas Hoops Five FanCast. Five hours later. <laughs> and... Listen to the next episode They've of Dallas Hoops Fancast. They've already stopped Soup's listening Fancast to this episode. Because I'm going to announce a huge giveaway that is going to be so much fun. So make sure you listen to the next episode. We can talk about the game now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mavericks, Blazers, 125-119 loss. What are your thoughts? Because oh, I have a lot. Um. Okay. Well, I'll just I'll say some things and then I'll let mm-hmm. you express yourself. Um. Obviously, Luca was amazing. You know, he's just... He's the kind of player that validates the Defensive Player of the Year award. You know, he's the kind of player that makes that award legitimate because you have to guard somebody that can do the things that he does. So he was amazing. The problem was, you know, Porzingis only gave them 11 points. Josh Richardson, his defense was amazing, See, but only gave them four points. I'm just saying, like, my overarching thing mm-hmm. Luca was awesome, but again, you know, we can see some holes in the roster and that sometimes comes up. And in the end, it was just a few little mistakes here and there that cost them the game. Yeah, like Richardson, four points. Look, that's what you're going to get from him from time to time. You didn't bring him here to score. You brought him here to yeah. get to play defense. Now, when he does score, it's a bonus. It's nice because it adds that extra offense, but his number one responsibility is, well, outside of Dorian is guarding the the guy the other team's best <laughs> yeah. player. I mean, well, can I just say like obviously you need him to average double digits. The like, way this like, current roster well, is constructed, on, yes. On any team. Now, look, there's always players on every team that their job is just to be a defender. Okay. And and they're not out there to score. Now, you do want them to hit an open shot from time to time. 
but they're not out. That's not their job. Okay. And I think that's Richardson's role on a really high quality team would be he's the defensive stopper. And then, you know, if, if a team leaves him or if he gets going and he can score double digits, 15 to 20 points, it's just a huge bonus. You'll probably okay. win that game. But that's not what you're expecting from yeah. him. You are, though, expecting that from Kristaps Porzingis. Mm-hmm. He is here to score the basketball. Yes. And for him to only get 11 points on very terrible shooting, just a bad <laughs> night. It was just a bad night. And this yeah. is two bad nights in a row against really good teams. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not going to go into my whole rants about Porzingis and showing up for big games. But he doesn't do it again. And when you need him most, he fails to show up. Yeah, so like you said, this is the second game in a row. Um, he scored exactly 11 points, two games in a row. You know, before that, he had games of 22 points, 25 points, 28 points. For the season, he, he's averaging like 20. So it's not like every night he's only doing 11. Like, he's had a few bad games in a row now. But I think, like, I've come to terms with what Porzingis is. I don't think he's quite like the second star kind of guy. But he's very, very good. But he's he's like a really, really good role player. Well, then he um, needs to act like that. Yeah, but right now he is their second best player. I, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I, I think the Mavericks' second best player is by committee. Because sometimes um, it's Porzingis, yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's, it's Brunson, Hardaway. sometimes it's Hardaway, sometimes it's Richardson. True. Because they don't really have a true number two. They don't have a McCollum. Yeah, but I think... Porzingis is probably the best player out of those three. Well, he is, obviously, but he doesn't show up enough. So is he your number two option scoring-wise? I guess. I mean, I I don't know because he. my problem with Porzingis has always been he does not show up consistently when you need him most. He he Mm -hmm. crumbles, and, and he doesn't play well a lot of times. He's thinking too much or... Whatever is going on in his head, he's just not playing well, and you just can't afford that. You need him to bring it every night. That's what stars do, and he just does not do that, and it bothers me. And if he's going to be our second-best player, we're not going to go very far with him. I know this isn't, some may say, an overreaction because we just beat the Clippers the game before, Mm -hmm. but that wasn't because Porzingis was any good. Yeah, he didn't Luka have a good game, had yeah. to carry them just like Luca did tonight. Luca was freaking phenomenal. Thirty-eight points, nine rebounds, and nine assists. Had some of the greatest passes I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Like that one to Kleba. He had two behind yes. the head passes. Some of the best passes I've ever seen. Yeah. And and what else can you ask him to do? He he brings it every night. Mm-hmm. And so if Porzingis is not going to bring it every night, he's got to stop whining and complaining about not getting the ball. Yeah, well, you know, to that point, um, they don't really use him in the offense like he is the second best player. I think you know, your point about how it's kind of the second best player, those three by committee, um, they don't really, like Kristaps isn't used as if he's the second best player because, you know, he's not always consistent. Again, like I don't, obviously 11, this is just a bad game. He had a bad game, but He's but not, he has him a lot. Yeah, he's not that consistent, solid star. Every night, you know exactly what he's going to bring, kind of like Luca. Except, you know, I know he's not as good as Luca, but he's just—he's not at that level. But he's still a, 
like I think he could be a solid third option on a championship team. But I, you know, for for this current roster, if he has games like this, yeah, that's they're gonna lose. To me, he's the kind of guy that you you don't run plays for. Yeah, like he just I agree like with like that. Kevin yeah. Love yeah. with the Cavs. You just don't run plays for him. He gets the open shots based on the rotations. Yeah. And there's a lot of value for Porzingis with that. Obviously, I think the Mavericks would want to keep him because of his ability to space the floor at the five. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of value in that. But he's just not the guy. Or he has times shown he can't be the guy that you can rely on every single night to to get you buckets when you need them to. They need to bring that other guy. Now, Porzingis can work well with that team if they have other guys that can actually put the ball in the basket, much like Kevin Love. Kevin Love averaged, like, what, 17 a game with the Cavs, where Kyrie and LeBron were the main ball handlers, but Love had a lot of value. He was very valuable because of his ability to shoot the three. That's the role I think Porzingis has to have. But he has to accept that's who he is. He is just a guy. Not, not in a bad way. He's not a star. He's he's a sniper. He's a third option. He's out there. Like, again, I when we say third option, that indicates we're giving him the ball at some point and letting him go to work. Well, no, I mean, like, Kevin Love, he was the third guy. But they, but they didn't... But he, you know, like, he kind of was just out there and he would get catch-and-shoot threes. Yeah. You know? Um, but he did average, like, 17 a game. He so was I see their third best yeah. player, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like... You know, like we were saying, the way that Kristaps should play, he has his best games when he plays off the ball. Now, lately, he's done a little better in the post. I feel like they're feeding him a little more these past few games. He hasn't, but he has his best games when he's just playing within the flow of the offense. Um, but I don't know. Like, if you look at his scoring for the last, I don't know, I'm just going to read off the points. So, 18 points, 17 points, 19 points, 28 points, 25, 22 and then 11 and 11. Like, just a question, Are is it overreacting to say he had 11 points two games in a row? Like, Yeah, he, no, it's not overreaction. Because, you know, 18, 17, 19, 28, 25, 22, like, that's solid. Okay, I, it's solid if you're yeah. <laughs> if you're wanting him to just be a solid guy. Yeah, When true. was the last 11-point game Luca had? I When I was the know. last time he did back-to-back 11-point yeah. games? Yeah. So, you know, that's... The point here, like, you don't have an 11-point game in a playoff-type atmosphere. You just don't. You yeah. you come to play. You you hit your shots. You, you're aggressive. You're going all out. You're diving on the ball. You're boxing out your guy and getting rebounds. You're doing all of those things because you want to win. He's just standing there. Sometimes he's not as engaged. engaged. Yeah. He's yeah. not. And I know he's not part of the pick and pop, pick and roll game. I don't know why they don't do that. Okay. Yeah. I just don't. I know because they like having him spread the floor. So when Maxi sets the screen, and I guess the points per possession when they do that is much higher than when Porzingis and is setting the screen. Pop, yeah. I don't know. I don't have those numbers. But that's what they do. And, and he just stands there. And I think he gets complacent or irritated or whatever by just being a guy standing there instead of forcing the issue he mm -hmm. does his best when he cuts when he's a diver yeah you know when he's running around when he's being active he gets his points and you know i, I don't know i just it's just frustrating we have too many games like this 
Yeah, well, like I said, I've come to terms with what with what Kristaps is. He's the third best player on a championship team. And so when he has games like this, to me, it's like, well, you know, if he were the third best player, this wouldn't be a huge problem. It's a problem because he's their second best player. So I, like to me, it's like it is what it is. At this point, I've just kind of accepted it. Yeah, I don't know if he's even that good. Like, Oh, come on. He's I mean- not. <laughs> Like what? What? What else do you need to see? Like you know what a good player looks like. I know, but third, like okay, Kevin Love, um, Chris Bosh, those guys, Draymond Green, even you know, like but he's those guys at, at that least level. showed up when uh, it matters. True. They don't. They don't just disappear. They don't not box out their guy. They don't not dive on a ball. They don't just stop moving because they're not touching it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know because I didn't watch every single game well, of those guys. I so. say there, there's a difference between when you say the third option on a championship team. Mm-hmm. There's championship action that you have to do on the court. That is true. Even yeah, even yeah. if you're the good players you know you you still have to do those kind of things and he doesn't do that enough he he gets beat on rebounds too often he does not do good angling on his pick and roll defense yeah well we saw that tonight and, he too. Gets, and yeah. it's a bad matchup i <laughs> yeah. get it because yeah. it's damian well, it's lillard, lillard yeah but it still like so is he the third best player on a championship team I still say yes, just because, I mean, okay, and then the effort, that is, that's a good point, so that is totally true, or like his pick and roll defense, that is a problem. Now, depending on who your second best player is, maybe it's not as big of a problem, you know, like it's all, like, it depends on the context of who that other guy is. You're right. I mean, and and I'm probably hating on him, but (laughs) I I just, like I said, I, 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 we have too many times when this happens, and... Even if you are not the second best player or the third best player, we still need you to show up when it matters. Like yeah. role players that are quality role players that are on championship teams, they show up when it matters. They still hit their shots in big games because that's just what you do to win. Yeah. And those are the guys that are 20-point scorers on bad teams. They become 10, 12-point scorers on championship teams, but they hit shots when they matter. So you yeah. can send Harrison Barnes to the Dallas Mavericks, and he can average 19 a game. Whereas in the Warriors, he averaged 12, but occasionally he had to hit a big shot because he is good. Mm-hmm. He's good enough to average 19 a game on a bad team. He's just not the guy that you want carrying the team on a championship yeah. team. So I think, like, regardless of all of that, the fact was that tonight they really needed Kristaps. Uh-huh. Do you think that the loss was... Like mostly because he didn't give them more. I I do think a lot of it had, and not just on the offensive end, but defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I don't even know if it's a lack of effort defensively in this game. He just is just not good in the pick and roll defense. Yeah, like and you said, it's a bad matchup. Yeah, and, yeah. and they've, they've kind of hit him well lately. Uh, the Clippers, I don't think, do a lot of pick and roll, mm-hmm. um, but the the Blazers do. And Lillard is a sniper. And there were a couple of times I saw Josh Richardson yelling at Porzingis, like telling him you're supposed to go up on the screen, and Uh he's not doing that. So I I don't know. But if you're not going to be good defensively, you got to hit your shots. you got to move. Just move on offense. Yeah. Like Even if they're not running the offense through, you can still move. You don't just stand there. Yeah, there was a – 
it, well, it was just not a good Kristaps game. Like there were several post-ups where he had a small guy on him. There was one where he had Damian Lillard on him and he still missed these shots. It just, well, and it's still, I maintain like, I don't know why he does this turnaround fadeaway. I feel like when he faces it up, faces up, it goes in like every single time, but instead he still does this turnaround fadeaway and that's what we saw a lot t- tonight, and it didn't go in. And he, yeah, he does that one where he swings his elbows and almost decapitates a guy. I'm surprised this is the first time he's been called for an offensive yeah, foul. Yeah, well, on one that of move. them was a flop. Well, yes, Did but I'm just saying he, he yeah. does that. That's his go-to move, and he doesn't have anything else. He refuses to to do anything else. I I don't know. I I just if if the Mavericks had lost the last game to the Clippers and he mm-hmm. had 11 points then we would be torching him. But yeah. because they won, it we were okay it kinda, with it. Yeah, yes, yeah. but Luka had to score 42 points. Yeah. Well, and tonight he had 38. Luka, he had 38 points tonight. And his, you know, second star, whereas Lillard had 31, but he didn't even close the game. It was McCollum. Yeah. Because McCollum was on fire, so he was closing the game out. And that's the guy that the Mavericks need is somebody like McCollum that you can just give the ball to and he can get buckets. Um, do you think the Mavericks miss Dorian? No. Okay. I, I haven't want, missed him at all. I want to say something. So that last rebound that Tim Hardaway Jr. didn't get at the very end, um, I'm thinking if that's Dorian, he's getting that rebound. Because if you watch the replay... Hardaway was like going after it, but his arm was just a little too short. And I think if that's Dorian, he's getting the rebound. I mean, maybe, but... I mean, that that doesn't mean that Hardaway isn't playing now. That just means that Hardaway moves back to his natural position and you're just adding Dorian's I think I think the way Hardaway was shooting tonight, he would have been closing the game anyways. Like He was their second best player tonight, 25 points. Um, It's just, it's a bad non-rebound like you yeah. got to get that rebound yeah. and you didn't it happens but you just that's why you lost yeah. so you know you got to get those things so it's just uh it's just frustrating um well and then again they didn't really get much from their bench Uwanda with his defense was great but again he's not gonna be scoring a lot um Dwight Powell he played 20 minutes but didn't add any points Trey mm-hmm. Burke actually had a pretty good game I mean 10 points um, Brunson had nine points, but they've really, I don't even know if they've tightened the rotation or they just suddenly have not gotten anything from their bench. And I think part of that is because Hardaway is starting now, but you know, it was just kind of another one of those games where they just, they're only getting something from a few yeah. guys. And if Luca doesn't go for 45, it's not enough. Yeah. And look, you know, the, the Blazers are a good team. They're yeah. better. Well, they're they have better a better record Mavs. than the Mavs and they have yeah. a lot better talent than the Mavericks. Um, Carmelo would be our second best player. And I think that goes without saying. I think he'd be the 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 he would be the two He would be our second playmaker. Two A and Kristaps would be two hmm. B. <laughs> Regardless, like if to expect the Mavericks to go into Portland and win both. Win both games or to There's, win any of them. Yeah. Is a tough ask. Now, can they? Yes. But just because they lose both games doesn't mean they're not a good team. It's hard to win in Portland. Good teams go into Portland and lose. They always have one of the best home records. I would have been okay with this loss had Porzingis played well. Because then it's like, look, we brought our best. You brought your best. And they just beat us. Mm -hmm. But if we just got something 
from Porzingis. Yeah. We win this game. Like, yeah. he had 11. If he had 20, it's a tie game. Yeah. You know, that's just nine, 20 points. In a game where you scored 119 points, you had 11. Like, normally, <laughs> when you score is, 120 you points, way, yeah. you have multiple guys that had, like, 17, 18, and, and he had 11. And Maxi was better than him tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's it's to the point in the season where I think we've kind of gotten a good idea of who the team is or what the team is. And so now I feel like after every loss, it's kind of the the same story is that it just it highlights areas where they need to improve the roster. And maybe Kristaps were just that that second best player. That's one of those areas where they need to improve that, the bench they need to improve that. And so Sometimes they can they can cover up those things or account mm-hmm. for those things and get a win or Luca has a big night. But when you lose, it's like, well, why did we lose? Well, it's yeah. because, you know, roster, KP, these kind of things that they can Yeah, and, and, and this team is probably going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I'd I would say, say so. they're probably going to make yeah. the playoffs and they'll probably Although, be I mean, they're seven. eighth right now. Like, it's, Yes, but... Again, they're they're going through true, this murderous true. stretch, and yeah, then after true. this, they've had the hardest schedule in the league even to this point. Yeah. So it's going to lighten up, and they have been playing better. So they're probably as long as things continue on the trajectory trajectory that they are trajectory trajectory, they will probably make the playoffs. But they are not as good as these other teams. Yeah, they're not as good as I thought that they would be. A lot of people thought they would be top four, yeah. and it's like, what are you seeing? Like, <laughs> I I don't get it, and and I don't know. Um, what about Luca's shooting? Like, I don't want to, you know, jump on him needlessly because I mean, he had a great game, but I mean, he, he took a ton of threes. He probably shot a couple more threes than I I'd like him to, but I mean, it happens. Yeah, I mean, what else? If that's what we're nitpicking, like you shot two threes too many. Yeah, it's like yeah. you had thirty-eight points, nine and yeah. nine. I wish you would have just. But he was like, you know. well, we're you know just one of the reasons why they lost. Probably Luca going four for thirteen on threes was not probably didn't help that. Yeah, I mean, but I guess what yeah, you're saying yeah, is you're not upset about it. If he did that again, you'd be okay with it. I mean, no, I, I don't like when he shoots that many threes that they're not dropping. Okay. Sometimes that happens. He has been better where he doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, where he, if he's not making them, he, he stops shooting them. But, you know, it it happened. I, I wish he didn't shoot some of them, but it's the way it goes sometimes. And that's really all you yeah. can say about his game. I mean, he's still at 38 points. 38, 9, and 9. 9 rebounds, 9 assists, 1 steal. I mean, and and he was a plus like eight or something with five minutes to go when they brought Porzingis back in. <laughs> I promise you, I kid you not, he was like a plus eight, and the Mavericks had the lead. <laughs> they as soon as they brought Porzingis in, they didn't score again. Yeah, like they scored like freaking two buckets or something. It they, the Blazers outscored the Mavs. I don't know what there in the last five minutes, but that was as soon as Porzingis came back in. He was yeah. already a negative. Yeah, I um. I think probably a big story was Kristaps only only giving you 11 yeah. points. There were other things, like I talked about Richardson not being a scorer, not getting a lot from the bench, Luka's three-point shooting. I think all of those things contributed, but...
But your second best player giving you 11, that's probably the biggest story of the night. Yeah. I mean, and like I said, if the Mavericks had lost the last game to the Clippers, where he had only 11 points, he'd be getting hounded too. Yeah. But because they won, he kind of got a free pass. They yeah. kind of just let it yeah. go. Well, you know, he, he, he didn't score a lot, but he we felt his presence out well, there. Well, didn't he have you know? like double-digit rebounds, 13 rebounds or something? Yeah. yeah. And a few but, blocks. But again, when you win, it's like, ah, oh, well, you know... He we did, did the little things. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but if they had a loss, we'd be like, 11, dude, we need you to score more than 11 points. We need yeah. you to, when you shoot over a chair, you got to make <laughs> it. You know, Lillard's on you and you short rim. Yeah. It. How do you even see him? You, you're you're <laughs> five feet from the basket. You turn around, clear line of sight to the basket. Yeah. And you backboard front rim. And it's yeah. like, well, I don't understand that. Like, why not just turn around and throw it down like yeah <laughs> your arms just, are so long yeah, just dunk on or them. just face up i mean i know i say mm-hmm. it a million times but just face up it's so much easier you can get a look at the basket before you shoot it mm-hmm. you know like i'm not a basketball genius so there might be a good reason why he doesn't do it but it's just i know that he makes that shot more often when he faces i up. just i just don't like how he calls for the basketball and is visibly upset when he doesn't touch the ball and all of those things. But then when you need him most, he doesn't show up. Yeah. And it's like, you can't like tonight. You didn't see him complaining at all because he was missing everything. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, well, I, I understand why they're not passing me the ball tonight, but that again, is not even the right attitude. If you just shut your mouth and play, when you get the ball, you got to shoot. Doesn't matter what you're shooting in the game. Yeah. Because at, as a star, even if you struggle the entire game, you got to, at the end of the game, you start hitting them. It's just yeah. what you do. And I don't know. I, I just, I have so many mixed feelings about Porzingis. Me too. I I get tired of talking about Kristaps. I feel like it's a constant story with every game. What did Kristaps do? Did he play well? What is he? And, and, and not, not that he's like a bad person or, or causing drama, but it's just the, the constant well, of he like. Well, is. Well, but I mean, like, he's not, I feel like he's, he's not like instigating drama because he's a, wh- like, whatever the word would be, like a drama Prima queen Donna. or, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I feel like just him as a player, he's sometimes inconsistent. And so it, you know, it's games like these where it rears its head and you're like, we really needed you and you didn't show up. And I don't know. I just, I just get tired of talking about well, it. Well, it's like, how, how much do we have to talk about a guy before we realize, we just got to move on from him. See, you still think they should trade him? I mean, I, I was given him the benefit of the doubt where he had those three games in a row where he scored 20s on the points. I was like, okay, maybe he's turning the corner. Yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah. But now we're right back to the same old crap. The same old not showing up, just standing there, you know, can't hit a broadside of a barn. You know, yeah. I just... I'm too tired of the inconsistent play from him. You need him every single night. Like, we don't know what kind of Porzingis we're going to get the next time we play. Yeah, I agree with you. I just think that, you know, you just move him down a slot. Yeah, but you're paying him. star in here. You're you're paying him max money. That's what it always goes back to. But if we're just talking in terms of basketball, I'm like, I mean, there's no need to dump him. Just give him better, you know. Dump him. Or trade him or whatever. I think there's some value out there. I think there are teams out there that still see a lot of value in him. Clearly, the Mavericks didn't get any type of 
offers for him because they kind of shut down the whole trade thing. Yeah. And that's probably because they were, weren't were getting anything of high quality in. Maybe, yeah. What I would like to see from the Mavs is a low-risk, high-reward move, and that's trading for Victor Oladipo. Hmm. I love Josh Richardson. I love his attitude. I love his mindset. But can you play Oladipo and Richardson at the same time? Oladipo, historically, was a really good on-ball defender. Mm -hmm. He, at times in the past, has shown that he can put the ball in the basket. I know he's sucked this year in Houston. Who hasn't? Yeah, well, his shooting percentage is, yeah. Yes, but dropped again, it's a low-risk, high-reward. You can probably get him for a vending machine. <laughs> and, uh, you know, see what happens. So you think you could keep... You yeah. wouldn't have to trade Kristaps. No, keep... Oh, okay. Yeah, just keep... I wouldn't trade Kristaps for Oladipo, but I, I think you can send a second-round pick and and Dwight Kapowell, <laughs> and I, you know, who knows? Yeah. I, I can't imagine the trade value is very high for Oladipo right now, and and maybe he comes here, and the spacing that the Mavericks provide in their offense and playing off of Luka, the pressure of not having to worry about scoring every single time, maybe he reignites some of his abilities, and he historically would be, if he plays anything like he did in Indiana or Oklahoma City, he would be the second-best playmaker on this team. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, he's never been a... Now that I'm looking at his numbers, he's never been a super efficient player. Like, this year, obviously, he's been terrible. Like, in Houston, he's shooting below 40%. With the Pacers, he was at 42 But last year, you know, coming back from the injury, he was below 40%. Before that, 42%. And then 47 but 44 44 He's He's a good three-point shooter. But, yeah, I guess, like, at this point, my question is... Is he just kind of tanking because of these injuries or has he been in bad situations? And like you say, it could be a low risk, high reward. Why not find play. out? Yeah. You know, but and he is a free agent. So, I mean, you could trade something and then he walks this summer. Well, let him walk. Don't, I'm not asking Don't you trade to trade a lot, a lot okay. for him. Okay. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, you're basically doing that with Josh Richardson. You know, yeah, because you're doing the same option. thing. You're basically he's auditioning to be a part of the man's future if he wants to be. And and because he's 26 years old, he's almost guaranteed going to opt out. Josh Richards. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, essentially, they're doing the same thing. Why not try it? You got to get somebody else that can score, and maybe he'll show up in a big game when it matters most. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what the Rockets want for him. Like, without yes. knowing yeah. that, they might want something that's ridiculous, and then well, then that's gonna why it wouldn't happen. Well, then they're going to end up keeping him. I just think because he's a he's not playing well, he's a free agent, I can't imagine anybody's offering anything for him. The reason that's he true. probably hasn't gotten traded is because he's making like $20 million and... Nobody has a $20 million expiring contract that they can send with a second-round pick to Houston. So that's probably yeah. what they want. Now, you can probably send James Johnson and, you know, whatever. Trey Burke. Yeah, I don't know. Trey Burke. Something. Trade Burke, I, don't something. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like maybe there's something you can do. Yeah. If you're not going to do anything else. Um, but I'm just spitballing. You know, it may not work, but you need somebody else that can make a play that you yeah. can rely on night in and night out. And I don't know if that's Oladipo, and it's probably not, but why not give it a shot? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, like I said, the the losses, they, they show th 
areas where the roster needs to be improved. Lately, they just haven't really gotten anything from their bench. I think they really need big man depth. Oh, yes. Um, you know, outside of Kristaps and Maxi, they just they don't have a lot there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's definitely places where they can improve. I think over these past few weeks, we've seen some guys that it's like, you know what? He should be here long term. Like Hardaway, I think I would like to keep long term, depending on like, you know, who else is available and stuff. But but yeah, I, I mean, there's definitely places where they can improve. And if Oladipo does that, then. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would love to keep Richardson. I love Richardson. I, I do. I love his attitude. I love his defense. Yeah. And if he is not, if you have your starting lineup to where he's not expected to score. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you want for him because he can still get you those 12 points yeah. from time to time, but he is out there to defend. I think that's his role. Well, and that's the problem with the current roster is that they do need him to score. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, they just need to plug in a few better players to kind of slide him down the rung a little bit. But I don't know. All of this might be bitterness because we lost. I think, um, you're, I think you're a bitter old man because you're 33 now. <laughs> so old. Um <laughs> I mean, you're it's, older than me. It's always, <laughs> it's always tough after a loss. Um, like I said, though, with the Porzingis thing, if the Mavericks had lost the last game to the Clippers and he only had 11 points, it'd be killing him. Yeah, we'd be having this conversation. The Just other the night. last game. Yeah. yeah. Um, hopefully, you know what? In all honesty, this five-game stretch is already a win. Because they guaranteed they got two wins out of it, mm-hmm. and for them to get two wins when you're playing Denver. Clippers, Clippers, Blazers, Blazers. That's true. And you got two of them. Okay, you can live with that. Yeah. This, these are tough games. So maybe they can get a split and win the last game, and then all this bitterness will disappear. But for right now, that's where it stands, and and it's the same bitterness I feel often when I see Porzingis play this way. Yeah, I think, you know, like I was saying earlier, at this point in the season, I kind of know what the Mavericks are. So I kind of – I'm able to – temper my expectations yeah, but nobody wants to hear your temperament attitude no i mean it's not that it's just like you know okay i thought this team was gonna be like a fourth seed or, or i don't know yeah. what and now i realize all right they're an eighth yeah. seed they're borderline playoff they'll probably make the playoff there's a chance they could be in the play-in tournament that's what they are and so they lose games like this because their roster just isn't deep enough and that's that's what the roster is. And if the Mavericks want to be better, they're going to have to improve the roster. And if they don't, they're going to be the same thing next year with the same kind of record. Yeah. And that's just and what they are. And it's not – look, I know a lot of people are like, well, you just say all this after they lose. Well, it's, no, it's because when they do lose, it's the same reasons yeah, why they yeah. lose. And we're not talking about a team that is 30-17. and 17. Yeah. Where you just lose games. Yeah. You just do. They are 21 and 19 or something. Yeah, they're 21 and 19. So they lose a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and they lose a lot because of the same things that we see all the time. It's yeah. nice that their record has been better the last 15, 17 games. But the fact is they lose a lot of games. And it's because of the same stuff that we see. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty much... So I guess I'm like... I'm not really disappointed by this game because it's like, well, this is who the Mavericks are. They're, you know, like like we were saying, a two and three, uh, you know, breakdown or you know, record over these games. Like that's that's good. That's a win. And normally, that, yes. yeah, normally like two and three, that would not be good. Mm-hmm. But that's just kind of what the Mavs are this year. Well, and I think any team would be happy with a two and three stretch. I mean, if you if the Mavs go three and three in these 
on these games or whatever. Portland, Clippers, Clippers. That's uh, five. Yeah. So if they go three and two, I don't know. It's midnight. Yes, it is. But again, they've already won. They beat Denver. They beat the Clippers once. So if they were to go three and two in this five game stretch, because yes. now they already have their they're second loss. And, they're two and one. They're two and two right they're now. They're two and two. So if they because Denver and then Clippers, they can three and Clippers Blazers make it four. They, okay, five and all right, we're done. Two and three. Um, another Mavs. reason why I wanted. Oh, oh we're still so yeah. Okay, another reason why I wanted to win was because the whole Damian oh. Lillard Luka Doncic yeah controversy. I, the, I don't think it rivalry, was a controversy. The matchup. Yes, I mean, well, everybody's talking about how Lillard should have started over Luka, blah, 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 blah. And I wanted Luka, and thankfully, at least he showed up. Yeah. Um, I wanted the Mavs to win to prove that Luka is a better player than Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. I mean, Luka did, I mean, he had 38, 9, and 9. Lillard had 31, 6, and 3. So, I mean, Luka had a better game. But, I mean... I don't know who was saying it. I think we were listening to the radio. If you were to ask any GM, if you're going to start a franchise, would you rather have Lillard or Luka? I don't think any of them would say Lillard. Like, they would all say Luka. So, and tonight, I don't feel like Lillard did anything to where he felt like he was he had to show up Luka. I don't feel like that kind of no, happened. No, I, I think so, he respects Luka. Yeah, so, but I agree with you. Like, yeah, I want Luka to prove every night that he's the best player, and thankfully he does that. A lot. Yes, yeah. he does. <laughs> Another thing is I'm I'm really getting tired of this Damian Lillard talk. All we hear about <laughs> is how he doesn't get enough attention. How much conversation, how many times do we have to have a conversation about him not getting enough attention to where it equals he gets enough attention? Yeah, at this point I think he gets The guy attention. is talked about yeah. constantly he's on espn being interviewed his highlights are all over the place he's an icon in the league he's an mvp candidate what else do we have to say in order for him to feel like we're putting respect on his name what does he want you know what if you want the respect that these other players get you need to win and he yeah. has been given a free pass on winning in the playoffs i know <laughs> he's got a couple of big shots in the playoffs. I mean, series enders. Okay, I get that. So those are, but he's huge. also had series disappearances, True. several where he yeah. just doesn't show up yeah. in series. When are we going to hold him accountable for winning? Why does he get yeah. a free pass? We stopped talking about James Harden MVP because he wasn't winning in the playoffs. We're not. Giannis won't win another MVP until he wins in the playoffs. Lillard, all we talk about, Lillard, 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 Lillard. It's, it's, it's really bothering me that he gets a free pass. And if you want the attention, you want the respect, win it when it matters most. And that is in deep in the playoffs. And go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think like probably eventually he'll get that. But also, I mean, you shared your, your eventually, theory. Eventually, he's like 10 years in the league. Yeah, you shared your theory a few episodes ago. I think it was on FanCast about why he is given a free pass because it's like we subconsciously know the players that are able to rise to those expectations and the ones that aren't. And the ones that aren't, we just make excuses for them because we know they can't do it anyway. Whereas guys like 
LeBron and those kind of guys, they got attacked because people knew they like you could do this to yeah. win the championship. And he yes. did eventually. So and 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 Damien's not expected to but win the championship. I do think that he gets a lot of credit, and I think the credit is deserved. Like the series enders. The clutch numbers, like what he's done this year is insane. And just what he does every year in the clutch is insane. So in terms of like, maybe he gets a free pass in some ways, but I feel like the credit that he gets is deserved. A hundred percent agree. Okay. Can we just shut up though about him not getting enough credit? Okay. That's okay. what I'm getting tired of. Yeah, I see we're, what we, you we're mean. We're talking about he doesn't get the respect. He doesn't get the same credit. Why would I? Think I think he does get a lot of credit. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's he does have LeBron. a lot of respect. Yeah. He's not LeBron. Yeah, I you guess know, like I, if the question is, should he be getting more respect? I don't think so. No, I think he gets a win. lot of respect. And so, yeah, he gets. Yeah, he, he gets a ton of respect for a guy that is always talked about. They always talk about him not being talked about. It's just it's like you're wait, talking about I, him I, right I don't now. Understand, <laughs> you know, and and so that that's really bothering me. And I used to love Damian Lillard. I still do. I I don't anymore. I, I don't know. It just, and then I think he had an interview uh, with Rachel Nichols or something. And I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't watch it because I didn't want to, because I didn't want to okay. hear about how he's not getting the respect. Why are you talking about it then if you didn't because even watch it? Because I'm irritated. Okay. Let's I'm just irritated. End this. What's the time on this pod? It's like 48 million minutes. All right. Well, good. Nobody's going to listen to this stretch, anyways. Okay. So. Okay, so the Mavericks play the Blazers uh, Sunday night at 1 o'clock in the morning. So really a Monday morning. Um, let's hope between now and then that uh, they can figure some things out and they can beat the, the uh, Blazers on Sunday. Longest outro ever. <laughs> Until then, we will talk to Just you guys later. Just end All it. Right, bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.